0: Welcome to the Rockwell ISD podcast, keeping it real with Dr. V. Real. I'm your host, Dr. V. And today we're talking to two of our newest principals about the district's effort to develop our very own into emerging leaders. Join us now as we discuss important topics related to educating our most important customers, our students. So let's talk about excellence now. Our vision is our purpose. Why? Because growing others in Rockwell ISD Let's talk about innovation. There are opportunities for us to improve. So let's talk about relationships. I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking to two of our rock star principals, Mrs. Crystal Shackley, who's our principal at Garcia Elementary School, and Ms. Kristen Marceau, our Utley Middle School principal. Today we want to focus on how the district develops its emerging leaders to take new roles within the district, and we have two great examples. Of that leadership, our guest today, Ms. Shackley, let's start with you. Why don't you go about telling us how many years you've been an educator, where you've been an educator, and some of your experiences?
1: All right, this is year 24 for me, and I started out in Duncanville ISD, and then I moved back home. I'm a product of Klein ISD, so I moved back home for a few years, and then my husband's job brought us back. To the Dallas area. So I went back to Duncanville for a few years and then I, um, we decided that we needed a permanent home in the Dallas area and Rockwall was where we headed and we came for the school district. So I've been here for the last nine years and I have loved every minute of it.
0: Awesome. Well, we appreciate you and you've had such a great start at Garcia Elementary School. We're very thankful for your leadership Miss Merceau, former Heath Hawk, or yes, probably still a Heath Hawk. I'll always it, be it, a it Heath Hawk. Always be a Heath yeah. Hawk with your leadership. You know, all the parents know you on the South Side <laughs> for sure. Um, great reputation and leadership, and managing a giant-sized high school. And, now, um, moving from associate principal, you are the principal at Utley Middle School. Yes. So talk a little bit about uh, your background.
2: Yes. So this is year 17 for me. Um, I started my career actually down in the Austin area uh, in Leander ISD. I was teaching and coaching down there. Uh, moved to Rockwell in 2011 because of the school district. It had such a great reputation. Um, and in 2011, I was hired at Heath High School to teach English and coach. Um Moved up to English department chair a few years later. Then in 2017, I finished my admin cert and became an assistant principal at Heath. And then yes, less than a year after that, moved into the associate principal for student services role um, at Heath High School. So I had the privilege of serving Hawk Nation for 12 years um, before being hired as principal of Utley Middle School.
0: Well, very excited for you yeah. and Thanks. and um, our staff and our students. Um, outstanding leadership experiences as you take on you know, two great schools and and great families um, that are coming every day to uh, receive their education. You know, Rockwell ISD, one of the big things we want to do is is make sure that that we're providing opportunities and and training uh, folks to be um, the leaders that they would like to be, whether that be an educator, a, a lead teacher, an instructional coach, an assistant principal, an associate principal, all the way to principal, to district, and administration, whatever that may be. Um, the district um, is intentional on in trying to provide opportunities for learning. One of the things I want to talk about um, is the aspiring principal leadership academy that, that we've had in place. Can you talk a little bit about your experiences by participating in that program?
2: Yes. So um, working in the role of associate principal at Heath, Gave me a lot of the hands-on experience that I would need to be a successful campus principal, but then the Aspiring Principal Leadership Academy added a, a different outlet or a different layer to that development as a leader. Um, I was able to lead and learn alongside a lot of other talented leaders in the Absolutely. district. Absolutely, the and
1: talent it, in our rooms mm-hmm. was astounding. I mean, like it's just amazing. Yeah, the amount of people, the amount of the leadership in that in that room was just unbelievable.
2: Yeah. And it's funny because when we were at the first principals meeting of the year yesterday, we're looking around the room, and all of the people that were in that academy are now principals, and that's really cool to, to accomplish all that together as a group.
0: So let, let's say we have a listener out there, or, or listeners out there that want to know what, what actually takes place in an aspiring principals academy. How often do you meet? Um, what makes it what makes it um, um, a, a worthwhile experience for you? What would what would you what would you say to that?
1: So we met monthly, and just about monthly, and there were opportunities we were able to do a project that we that we could do on our campuses, and that would um, kind of get us looking at something from a different perspective, looking at it whole campus wide. Um, and then you, we had panels. I mean, we have amazing leaders in within our own district that were able to come and have us do mock interviews. They had us, um, the panel, we were able to ask questions. What would this be like? What, what support could we get for this? And, um, just really letting us dive into what it was like a day in the life of a principal and what did we need to do to make sure that we were prepared to be there. So all those opportunities were there, they were available. And it was just really part great to be a part of something where we were growing our own.
2: Yeah. I'd say there's a lot of value in the dialogue that took place during Absolutely. those meetings, um, the networking, and then the projects. It was, mm-hmm. again, like giving us something that we wouldn't do in the normal scope mm-hmm. of our job to put on our resume, to talk about in interviews. Like it was a multifaceted approach to developing us as as building leaders.
1: It was really good to go to the tep to grow conference, too, as a group. So we were able to work together the whole time during that conference and hear some of the motivational speakers and hear... It was nice to hear some of them saying things that we were doing, that our district was already had in place for us and that we're working to grow us. And so it was just, it was, again, the dialogue and the learning from other awesome leaders in our district was just, it was a great opportunity.
2: Yeah. And I love what you said about, it was very affirming that Mm -hmm. Rock YSD is ahead of the curve on a lot of things in the state of Texas when it comes to education. And you don't think about that when you're in the work. But when you step back and you go to a big conference like that, and you hear other, you know, leaders talking about how things are going their bill, and you think, man, we're doing pretty good here.
1: Yes.
0: So let's talk a bit, little bit about, you know, deeper. Our, our main goal. I mean, everything we do is about um, educating the student and empowering that student to be confident academically, be confident in themselves, so they're ready to go on to the next level, whether that be um, college and or work life, military readiness, those kind of things. Um, when it gets just to the fundamentals of curriculum, assessment, instruction, the, the quality management um, of delivering high-quality instruction for our students, can you talk about some of the experiences that you guys um, um, had during the Aspiring Principals Academy?
1: So for me, I honed in a lot on um I started out as a classroom teacher, went into a math interventionist role, went into an instructional coaching role, and then into the assistant principal role. So all of those experiences really help you set up to be that instructional leader. So there's a lot to leadership, and that instructional leadership side is a huge portion of it. So learning how to be the leader of the PLCs, to get into the classrooms, to know our curriculum, to dive right in and be able to work alongside of our teachers and help grow our teachers, those opportunities were there especially through our project so we were able to tie in what we were doing with the district and utilize um, things that would help us and help our campuses and help our teachers grow and having that knowledge of the curriculum and what we are expecting our teachers to do and our students to absorb and grow and learn there was just a lot of opportunity for that through the program and through the opportunities that I was provided through Rockwall ISD when I joined Rockwell ISD, I started as a classroom teacher and kind of moved up the ranks to get where I needed to be. And so it sounds like you had the same experience. Yeah, my
2: journey was very similar. And that's what I love about Rockwell ISD is that I was able to grow here, starting in the classroom, being an expert in the classroom. Then as a department chair, you have the curriculum and then you add the managerial side and then moving into the assistant principal. But that involvement with PLCs and Rockwell ISD's focus on the PLC process and That it's completely normal for admin to be in PLC meetings just as part of the discussion and having that dialogue with teachers about scope and sequence and the curriculum, data digs, all of those. It's not an alien concept for our teachers. like They know that we're partnered with them when it comes to instruction and student
0: achievement. It really is a system, a a team effort. Um, I had the opportunity to sit down with our elementary curriculum coordinators our chief academic officers, our secondary uh, coordinators for curriculum and instruction, and our, our chief academic officer at the secondary level. So impressed by the curriculum that's been designed by our internal staff, our teachers, right? You, you know, you, the empowerment of of knowing um, your job very, very well, whether it be reading math, science, social studies, you know, some of those foundational subject areas, and then be able to take um, a pacing guide and a scope and sequence and a timeline and common assessments and talk about that in the PLC process, which you guys are so well coached on mm-hmm. the professional learning communities. And then you take that time, you add value by going through the design curriculum and what we're going to be doing in the future and how our kids are doing and answering those those four questions. And then, you know, let's go home and, and be with our families as, as best we possibly can But I really appreciate the efficiencies of not just administration, but staff working together to make make sure that we're providing that high quality. Any comments on on that?
2: The teacher written curriculum is a huge selling point when I'm interviewing teacher candidates. Um, Their eyes light up because they're, like you said, there's empowerment, there's ownership when the teachers are involved in writing the curriculum. They know the curriculum, they know our kids, and they know what our students need and where they're at. and so we have these wonderful, experienced teachers writing curriculum. And so when we have candidates coming in, I think for a lot of them that that is what makes the difference between where they decide to to take a job is great feedback. they love that. I've
1: heard several of my new hires say, wow, this is what I've always been looking for. And then the support is there. So we always tell our people we're we're resource rich and it is, it's a great thing to have. And like you said, we have awesome people writing our curriculum and supporting our curriculum and we're tweaking it all the time to make sure that we're keeping up. And so in turn, we have like I have an amazing leadership team on my campus. I can't I can't do it. It's not a job you do in a silo. So my team is very supportive. They have jumped right in and they are helping all of my new teachers dig into the curriculum, utilize it, and it might be overwhelming at first, but when they realize they have they have the curriculum they have and then they have the support that goes with it, whether it be from my assistant principals to me to my instructional coaches, it's it's just awesome. And I when I got the role and I realized who all I was going to be working with, I was your instructional coach. Oh, you were an awesome teacher. I used to use you as a teacher that I would bring other teachers to come in and watch. And so it was like, it was coming home. I had everyone on my leadership team I had worked with at some point through my different opportunities in Rockwall ISD. And I understand why each one of them are in the role that they are in, but that curriculum, it's, we're, we're doing good things with yeah. that. You know?
0: Your comments speak to a huge focus on instructional leadership, not just leadership um, as a principal. It's really all about driving high-quality instruction mm-hmm. um, together as a Rockwell ISD family. And quite frankly, the partnership that we have with our parents who, who we work with on a daily basis, trying to meet the needs of all of our families here in Rockwell ISD. So so you, you've gone through uh, – you shared, you shared the Aspiring Principal Academy. You've shared – some of your past experiences very clear that, that you're both great instructional leaders. Um, now that you've become a principal this year, um, can you uh, share one thing that you've learned about going from associate principal at Heath High School or assistant principal at Reinhardt into the role as principal that, that you're in? What what's something that that that's that's really um, um, something that you've experienced that that's really eye opening for you?
2: I've learned that it's really important to establish a vision, clearly communicate expectations, but then empower others to use their gifts to lead. And that's true of all stakeholders, not just staff. Um, it also includes students, empowering them as leaders of their campus, and parents are also partners in this with us. So everyone has a part in the success of a campus. So it's about getting everybody moving in the right direction with a clear message and a clear vision. and collaborating to get to that point.
1: Absolutely. That I did listen and learn right when I got the position and that was the message loud and clear from my staff and from my families. I reached out to parents and um, so different stakeholders and the message was clear communication and drive and moving forward. Great culture. We're a great campus. Um, I have realized that I have a mentor anywhere I need it. If I, if I have a question, there is somebody in the district, my own personal mentor will help me, or any principal in this district will reach out and help and support. But I have learned that it's hard. It's awesome. It's amazing. I make a million decisions a day. Um, I lead with my team, and I can't do anything without. I mean, like, my team is my, my rock. My teachers are awesome. My students are worth it. Like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. That's what, you know, when people say, how is it, it's awesome, and it's a lot, and you can't turn it off, but I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be.
0: appreciate those comments, and both of you are at new campuses um, in your leadership role, and uh, let's say this is your opportunity to say, what's the coolest thing about your teachers um, at your new campuses that has, has really put a smile on your face?
2: My teachers are highly effective, and they love kids, and they take care of kids.
0: Awesome.
1: Their passion to do what's right for kids. Well, always. shout out
0: to Utley staff yeah. and uh, Gar- Garcia staff for sure. Go Gators! Hashtag um, We Are Gators. Yeah, a ton of experience <laughs> there. I'm grateful to the teachers who are also helping us uh, with the curriculum writing. I think we have over 350 staff members involved and and, um, uh, growing as instructional leaders as well. Um, um, We're hoping that we want to, the future have assistant principals available and ready to go that are instructional leaders all the way up to building principals and um, um, making sure everybody's goals are met in this. What advice would you give um, a teacher who, you know, who's working on mastery of their content and interested in growth and and advancing in their career. Um, what's some of the advice you might give somebody interested in being an assistant principal or principal in the future?
1: So my first thought was do it, just do it. <laughs> um, but put yourself out there. L- what are the committees? What you need to look at things from a different lens, have a different viewpoint, and you need those experiences. So join the district level committees, join the committees on your campus, um, look into the curriculum, try other grade levels. So you have a you you know if you're at the elementary level, you kind of have that K through two lens, and you have that three through six lens. So get out there and get those opportunities, get out of your four walls, and make sure that you can look at things through a different lens and have a different perspective and. I have teachers right now that, can I be a part of this committee? Can I be a part of this committee? Absolutely. Come on. Let's grow. Let's grow together. And your your building leaders are there to help you grow. If you want it, we will help you find the opportunities. And it's what's best for you, and it's what's best for the kids. And I just, to seek that growth and to want that growth, Like I'm here to help you
0: get where you need to go. Yeah, good point. So put yourself out there and... Uh, be a part of committees. uh, Any other thoughts?
2: Yeah, the biggest mistake I see aspiring administrators make is they think, okay, I'm going to get my admin cert, and then I'm going to be an admin. But you really have to get in there and do the work, get the experiences, build the resume, you got to take on projects, you got to volunteer for committees, you got to look through all those different lenses to gain the experience necessary to be successful as a as a. Principle. That's
0: a really good point. Um, as I sat in our principal meeting uh, as, as recently as yesterday, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we start out with TE Texas Education Agency and their accountability changes changes coming down what that does to downstream and if you're a CEO of a part of a business, if there's a, if there's a game changing decision, it changes the whole entire system that in order to deliver uh, the high quality product that has changed per TEA's guidance. Um, You also have special education, 504 laws. So many laws were passed in the last legislative session that the system um, is is doing, but also has to adjust uh, in some way, fashion, or form. Um, Safety, security being a priority for the district. We heard that yesterday Um, and the systems that we have in place there, how to manage staff and how to manage all of all of these systems i, I sit back and I, it is really a lot and uh grateful for you guys and how you do so well and you've had a great start and um look forward to to a great school year as we all work together and, and you have to in this environment of, of so much so much to do for a principal um, but a lot of information to to know and and be able to do uh, to your point or so and um, um, also jump in right and yes. uh, and move yep. forward if that's something you're interested in uh, for for um, your anyone's future career. So we'll move to a rapid fire segment here and um, um, just real quick, just real. You know, we do this during the podcast to kind of get you get to know you a little better. And so let's just start out with everybody's favorite topic right now, and that's the weather. What's your favorite weather season?
2: Mine's the fall, but once it cools down out of the triple digits. Fall.
0: Yeah, I would choose fall, too, you know, as we lead into uh, winter break and things like that. Good choice. What's your favorite part of the school day?
1: Arrival. I... we all have a duty and so greeting the kids and the hugs the high fives this morning my morning started out with a little girl picked me a flower roots and all as she walked in the building with a big old hug and it it just gets your day going your why walks in all your why's
0: walk in Mm -hmm. yeah
2: i was gonna say the same thing arrival i'm at the front door greeting kids and it just sets the tone for my whole day of like this is why i'm here it's for these guys
0: Great. Yeah, I'm probably a morning person as well. Um, I mean, by the time you get through lunch, the buses are coming shortly after at some point. Um, And I I would imagine in your role, sometimes you forget to even have lunch. You're so busy uh, managing all the meetings that you didn't know you were going to have during the day, probably. Um, Okay. Describe your leadership style in one word.
2: Authentic.
1: servant.
0: Well, both of you guys are great. You're authentic. You're servants. Um, you guys are doing a great job, and you'll continue to do a great job, and we'll continue to, to support one another as we bring excellence for our community, our parents, our kids um, in Rockwell ISD. So thank you so much, and that's it for this episode of Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. out I'm your host, Dr. V, and I want to thank my guest, Principal Crystal Shackley, Principal Kristen Merceau. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Until then, I'm Dr. V. So let's talk about excellence now. Our vision is our purpose. Why? Because growing others in Rockwell ISD is who we are. Let's talk Let's talk about relationships.